I'm not saying that the man can't coach. I'm not saying that the man doesn't deserve a job. I'm not even saying he doesn't deserve to be a head coach. But an NFC East rival coming off what I saw them do, am I excited about this hire for the nation's capital? No. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Uh, ESPN <laughs> yesterday, which is kind of a form of how we talked about Dan Quinn and the Extra Point Show yesterday, right, Sal? Yes, I think that's right, yes. Just not, like, the most inspiring hire. He might be fine. I mean, he he went to a Super Bowl, you know. He picked the right offensive coach at the time, and he had the a good defense, not a great one, and it was good enough to be in a Super Bowl with Atlanta. 803-0550 is the phone number. So Dan Quinn gets hired a theme maybe of the off season for these vacancies of more defensive hires than we've seen in the past. And Sal, you've got the numbers on what we're looking at now, offensive versus defensive for head coaches. I do. I do. Here they are. So believe it or not, um, we're, we're getting closer here. 18 coaches right now. We're, we're done with the coaching cycle this, this, this time around. Yep. Uh, every team has a head coach now, 32 of them, 18 of those coaches are known for the offensive side of the ball. Some coach both, right? Like Brian Dable is coached on defense and offense. So, like, some have done that. But he's mostly, I count him as an offensive guy. He really kind of made his mark as an offensive guy. 18 on offense, 13 on defense. This might be the the highest amount and ratio we've had offensive-defense in a while, Joe, from mm-hmm. more on defense than, than we've had in a while. One, one, John Harbaugh comes from the special team side. Now, he did coach tight ends early in his career. He did coach DBs also in his career. But he's mainly a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. And I've maintained and I've said, special teams coaches should get more looks. They are they are the coach that works with the entire roster and knows how all the players and everything works within the framework of the team, probably better than an OC or a DC, right? Um, yeah. So, but, but that's a guy there. And, and uh, Adita Kinkawabla, she actually tweeted at me when I wrote that, and she said, hey... Funny you say that. She had an article about this last week about why right. more teams aren't looking for like a special teams guys, uh, a, J- a John Harbaugh. And yes, I agree with her 100%. And she writes in there like how Marv Levy was a special teams coach. We know that. But 18, 13, and 1 is the breakdown. Now, JC tweets at me and says, well, it didn't work out for Joe Judge with the Giants. Well, that's true. I mean... There's no guarantee anybody's going to be a good head coach. You can Joe Judge was a right. special teams guy, right. right? I mean, you there's failings every year from offensive guys and defensive guys. It doesn't take away the point I'm making, which is special teams coaches work more with their whole roster than any other. So I think sometimes they should be given more looks for that reason. Yeah, and Joe Judge, I'm going to put on the uh, the theme of Belichick coaching tree guys not working out more so than I even want to go for uh, to make it an indictment on special teams guys. Becoming head coaches. It is all about, and there are more and more, Are there, maybe, maybe this is true, or maybe it's just that the hiring cycle or the hiring, uh, you know, the trend in recent years is it's just going to be younger. It's going to be new and fresh, so it's going to seem more advanced maybe just in terms of that, that there are more of these offensive minds out there that you can bring in and hire if you have the right head coach. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's brought in Bobby Slowick from where? Like he was a, a, a the assistant to an assistance coach on Shanahan's staff, and he's a young guy. And you can if you can keep him around for a couple of years, like the the, the questions about you know who's calling your plays on offense. Are you going to be able to keep continuity up there? You know, at least for the time being. Like 
Houston's got that, and Detroit's got that, and I think Philadelphia is going to have that with Kellen Moore this year. I think he got you know a raw deal in L.A. because everybody got hurt, including his quarterback. And I like where the Bills are at too for this. Like how Joe Brady fits into this mix, he he does not have kind of the the proof in the pudding as much as maybe Slowick does or Bobby Johnson does, but. I don't know, like I kind of want to put him in that category of teams are going younger than ever at coach and you can like what was Joe Brady? Like he had a couple of years experience, but he got his first job in Carolina as a play caller in the NFL off not a, t- a much of a resume. Now it's more you know, if t- there's no I don't think there's as much as there used to be of you got to earn your stripes. Right, because in the '90s, I, I bet Joe Brady would have to go like seven more years as an assistant coach before he would have got an opportunity like he did with the Bills. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, yeah, man, the, we have such a difference. I, you know, it's a good good exercise. Like, I, I will go back and look and think about and have to do the numbers. What, you know, what ages coaches were back in the mid '90s? I mean, you had a yeah. lot of older coaches. You, I mean, Joe, the thought was essentially you rise up the ranks. You have to put your time in. You got to be in there for a long time, and then. You get a job eventually when you've put all this time in and, you know, kind of earned your keep. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, hey, man, this guy came in. His unit was awesome, and we got to get that. Let's go. And that's pretty much the trend. Now, when I mean, Sean McVay is still one of the youngest coaches in the league, and he's been right. a coach for seven years now. Man, it's been that long. Seven years, he's still yeah, going. He Right, he was 17. Yeah. He was hired right. the same year as, as McDermott, I think. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's no, that's right. That's right. McDermott, by the way, now he he's not old by any means, and he's the tenth oldest coach no. in the league. Like he's I, it's in amazing. The top 10. It is amazing. Yeah, at forty, what is McDermott? Forty-seven. Yeah, third most tenured, fourth with those guys with Shanahan and McVeigh. They're all there together. Shanahan and McVeigh. Yes, that's and that's it. Was that all the same year? Right, seventeen. Yeah, that's right. So, a lot of trends going on in the league. And then and then there's the Chiefs. I know you said like all these coaches are are full. Are you giving any thought to some of these uh stories and speculation about Reed as the day as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl, I feel like I'm seeing more and more written about whether Andy Reed could walk away, but I'm trying to figure out if there's actual any concrete evidence that says that or if that's just, mm. you know, it's an interesting story, so more the more people that see it the more people that will think it's interesting by the way just to correct myself fourth most tenured those guys uh tomlin harbaugh reed they're the okay. three most tenured yeah harbaugh tomlin harbaugh reed then it's shanahan mcveigh and mcdermott all in the same year i i don't give much credence to it joe do i think that he could think about it sure do i think he probably thinks about it sometimes here or there because of his age and what he's accomplished sure i think it's kind of natural for anybody but i do remember talking with Josh Klingler, the sideline reporter for the Chiefs a few weeks ago before the lead-up to the Bills-Chiefs game, and he kind of had a comment just as we were speaking, like how there was something out there about Reed. Maybe it was when Schefter put it out, like uh, like something out there about Reed and possibly retiring, and he kind of totally dismissed it. He's like, yeah, that's not happening. I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to go by that, thinking, all right, people in Kansas City are saying, yeah, that's not happening. But there's been a little bit more of a groundswell, and I do think – as you get closer to, hey, if he wins this thing, what more is there to accomplish? Maybe you get more to that. Maybe he thinks more about that. 
But I know when we had Josh Klingler on, mm-hmm. he basically kind of dismissed it outright. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know that we're going to know before Reed kind of announces his retirement or says that it's over. I, I feel like he could go for another seven years, or I feel like it could be done, you know, a week from Monday. Um, it could be anything, really. Time out here. When we come back, we'll have that stat of the day for you. I've got a different coaching question about a for sale about a proposed fantasy dynasty coach league that we've been talking about for a while, and I think we're finally going to pull off sometime next week. we still got to get people for it. Um, so I want to get into that a little bit as well in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll have some fun leading into the weekend uh, as you know, you got your all-star games this week. you still got some NBA stuff, but a lot to get to. Stay tuned. 803-0550 is the phone number. Jeremy off today. It's Joe and Sal here on WGR.